0: We, we we try to time it so that people can work out and listen to the podcast.
1: I understand.
2: We, we, want, no. we only want skinny listeners, so we go really long. No, no. I didn't
1: know your target audience was like gym rats. No.
2: As we sit here eating donuts.
1: We have duck of us. I know. Us.
0: And and mimosas.
1: And listen, I really am a size two, like I'm just um I'm really thick skinned. Like, you it. cannot offend me. I'm
2: thick-skinned. <laughs> I'll stand by passengers, see me
0: at the podium of your city center.
3: Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Enjoy.
2: Welcome to the Non-Air Lounge. I'm
0: Monique. I'm Tyler. I'm Lara, And we have
2: guests today.
0: My longtime girlfriend, her name is Bridget. I've been trying to get her on the podcast for quite a while. So I'm super excited that she's here with us today. So hello, Bridget.
2: Hello. You're
1: welcome. Oh, she's going to be all shy. She's not shy either.
0: (laughs) And she's got a great laugh. Uh,
4: You just told us that it was her birthday party you got kissed by the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was at Bridget's birthday party that the guy (laughs) was dressed like Bridget with the lipstick around his mouth and we were standing there talking and I was talking with you the three of us were talking when he just leaned over and kissed me and then he ran away and told Dave
1: yeah he's like I kissed your wife
0: and Dave said all
1: right Mm. I know and then Jeff went around and told everybody the story about how he kissed Lara Ketterman (laughs) it was pretty big moment for him apparently
0: it's pretty funny yeah so anyway, yeah, it was Bridget's party. It was a fun party. Everybody was dressed like Bridget. That's with, fun. With the bangs and That's the lipstick.
1: pretty awkward, though. Like,
0: was it your decision, though?
1: No. Oh, okay. It was a
0: surprise, wasn't it? It
1: was a surprise. But then I did find out that was the theme. And what's super awkward is once I found out that was the theme, and I had to get ready for my own birthday party, I didn't know how to dress like myself. (laughs) Like You become hyper aware of how you look. And I'm like, I don't know what to wear. Is my hair right? Do I look like me? What if I don't look like me enough? And then I was really embarrassed of my look. So it was an awkward theme for me to dress like myself (laughs) and everybody to dress like me. It was so fun. Oh, I did go home though with like 15 bandanas. Right on. Oh, because
0: yeah. she wears a bandana on. Everybody so, had everybody one. And
1: everybody else is like, I'll never wear this again. Do you want it? And I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> I was standing
0: with you when someone gave it to you. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, so that's how I knew Bridget. I, I, I think we met when we were flying together.
1: We No, we knew each other before we flew together somehow. Because I don't know. I
0: don't know. But you came over when we had COVID. And you brought us a huge basket full of food, thank God.
1: And vitamins.
0: And vitamins Gatorade. and Gatorade and uh, Alfredo. Yeah, Feta my Chini fiance Alfredo. really like that. Yeah, her, her fiance, Drew.
3: It's his favorite meal My of mine. son. <laughs> you know what? It is.
0: <laughs> it's funny. Okay, so the other day I was flying with this girl, and I said, oh, Bridget's going to come, and she's going to be on our podcast. And the girl goes, oh, you know what she told me about you? And I go, hmm, what did she say about me? <laughs> she said that you just randomly show up at her house sometimes to visit. You just show up at the, her front door to visit. I go, okay, that's kind of true.
1: <laughs> I, I said, you know what I love about Laura, I what I love about friends, the kind of friends who could just show up unannounced. Like I love when a friend feels that comfortable that they can just show up unannounced and accept me looking homeless because you- I do look homeless at no, home.
0: You, were, and- you didn't that time because you were going out, you were going mm-hmm. and take a flight later.
1: Yeah. I still... Yeah.
0: It was fun. But
1: I, that's, that was the point is I love friends who can show up unannounced and feel that they can. Like, I feel that's a sort of, personal connection if somebody feels that comfortable to do that well
0: the thing is she leaves her door open and she's got the screen door and she's got <laughs> Please, two little dogs visit
1: me. <laughs> yeah
0: and so they start barking when I when I go there to drop something off and then they start barking it's like okay now I'm caught and she's got this cute little chihuahua and he's really cute but he's missing an ear and so when it, when I first met him I go Bridget what about his ear she goes shh He doesn't know about his ear. Like,
1: don't, it's a girl. And I'm like, don't make her self conscious. She doesn't even know. She can't hear.
0: Yeah. Not on that side.
1: Like, yeah, she still listens better than my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Bridget, tell us,
0: tell us how you got started at America West.
1: I was really young 20, I had just turned 22, and I was living in Las Vegas, which is a really great place to grow up Um, (laughs) as a kid. In America, like airlines were hiring, I had worked for a big corporation, a bank at the corporate headquarters. And I also had just gotten into uh, DJing. I was a DJ for a radio station. Honest Oh, fun. And we're talking, I just turned 22. I'm four years into college uh, at UNLV on a 10-year plan. And my parents were really sick of me. And <laughs> so my mom kept... Back in the day, we didn't have smartphones or even like cell phones, right? Um, Because we're talking 1995, 96. And she would circle ads in the newspaper because, again, no internet. It was like newspaper. (laughs) She would circle ads in the newspaper for airline jobs. And the, the reasoning behind getting me into an airline job instead of any other job that was hiring was she just wanted me out of the house. Like she was sick of (laughs) me be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Literally just wanted me to move. And she knew like an airline job would make me get out of the house. And she would just circle ads for, uh, airline jobs. And I went and I applied to humor her for several airlines. Uh, I remember, Applying for American, and they're like, Do you speak another language? And I'm like, I'm 22
3: and (laughs) I
1: am from Las Vegas. No. So then I went and I applied for America West and Southwest, and Southwest did a weigh in, and I did pass back then. Um, (laughs) then. (laughs) I did pass, and America West also. So I applied for both those airlines, and I got offered the job for both airlines. And I knew nothing about the airline industry back then. I just was doing it because my mom was circling, it was circling ads Mm -hmm. and I'm living under her roof. So I did it. And (laughs) so when uh, they offered the jobs, Southwest said, well, most likely you will have to be based in Baltimore for six months. And honestly, I didn't even know where Baltimore was. I am a flight attendant who knows nothing about geography. (laughs) Nothing at all. I am the worst at geography. So I was like, Baltimore? And then America West was like, hey, uh, you'll be based in Phoenix. And I had family fe- in Phoenix, and I was born in Arizona. So I thought, well, that sounds a little more logical to go there than Southwest. So I only took America West job because I didn't know where Baltimore was, and I didn't want to <laughs> go there <laughs> wherever it was, which now that I do know, I still don't want to go there. So, um, <laughs> 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 unknowingly and um I went and lived with an aunt during training uh and my mom got me out of the house into my aunt's house <laughs>
2: <laughs> then the and- aunt started circling stuff <laughs> <laughs> and here I
1: am <laughs> no and then as I started America West what was funny is every flight attendant I flew with because I had just started 1996 right and every flight attendant was like you should go work for Southwest it's way better over there and I'm like oh oh why are they telling me this? You know, I didn't know better. I was new to the airline industry, but the grass was greener on the Southwest side back then. And I'm glad I didn't go.
0: Man, me I,
2: too.
1: Could you imagine? I'd be doing a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> In shorts and a polo. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, with <laughs>
2: yeah. but with heart.
1: But
0: with heart, yeah. Yes.
1: I'm here with heart.
0: Oh, yes, you are.
4: So Southwest has kind of a the way their flight attendants are personalities. And Laura fits that, we think. Oh, for do you, sure. Do you fit that too? Oh, yeah.
0: You fit um,
1: that. Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay.
0: Slightly irreverent. You're not very, you're just like me.
1: I'm just, I wanna be Laura when I grow no. up, so thank you. Amen. I would like to think, uh, <laughs> I would like to think I fit that mold. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna be you.
0: So you you like your job?
1: I, I know you do. I my job. I know you do. Um, Why I don't you
0: tell, tell us about your friends, the friends you've made there? Because really, Bridget, you have a very tight network of great people that you call friends.
1: I do. I'm so lucky and blessed. Like, I feel like I have the best friends in the world. And you guys can have them, too. Like, I'm willing to share. That's nice. And Laura's one of them. So we yeah. are there together. I just love my job and the people that you meet. I think flight attendants... And I'm pretty biased, obviously, as a flight attendant, I feel like we are such and you guys probably feel this with your department too. you meet such an eclectic group of people that all came together in this job from different backgrounds. And you meet flight attendants who are nurses that the majority of them have degrees and they just all sort of have that personality that drew them into being a flight attendant. I mean, let's face it, we're not hiring, you know, like church mice as flight attendants. No. You have to have some sort of
0: personality
1: roar. So I just feel like flight attendants are so interesting. We have a flight attendant who used to work in a mortuary, you know, and
0: oh God, he's a handful too. <laughs> there's so many
1: cool stories that you hear about him. I'm like, Oh, I want to hear more about that. And I don't know. And then like, you get the chance to all these people who are traveling, we do it every day and we get a little complacent, you know, like it's Oh, okay, the seatbelt. Uh, uh, you don't know how to open a this- bathroom door well we do it every day Whereas, like these people might have saved their money for years to do this one trip and i just think it's like such a moment you can make a difference like you can make somebody feel good that will they might not remember you but they'll remember that feeling forever and i just think it's such a fun moment to have that well said well like in julia Uh Who's from my class? I was just flying with her a couple weeks ago, and this girl comes back stressed, and like I talked her off the ledge, and she walks away. And Julia goes, "You're so good. You're still, you're so nice, and you're so good." And I go, "Oh, thank you." She goes, "You know, I've been doing this too long. I just don't give a crap anymore." I go, "Julia, we're from the same class. (laughs) We've We've been doing it the same." She goes. Oh yeah. Well, I'm older than you. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So I was like, well, you know, what if that was your mom or your grandma or your daughter? I don't know. You just think that way. Yeah, I would hate for somebody to be mean to my kids on a flight or my mom. You know, your mom, your mom. Anybody. I think
4: it's flight like that. That personality, that way they look at it, that really make the big difference in. How how people look at the airline because you different airlines offer different things like TV screens or not or Wi Fi or the snacks and stuff and how it's presented. But even if you don't have those things, but you come across and you're so nice, they'll think it's the best flight in the world. So, but if you come through cranky and just like that's all they remember, even if you get everything else. So,
0: so even if you give them all that good service, it doesn't matter if you were cranky. I, I agree.
4: But if you're giving a uh-huh. good drink, you're, you have good drinks, and you have good Wi-Fi, but you're cranky, that's all they're going to remember.
0: Is and, the cranky one. Yeah,
4: but well, if but the opposite too, like even if you don't have all those hard products to give, but you can still like make them feel like you're listening to them and
2: and they, you're excited for them to be on your flight. Yeah, you like as a passenger, you feel that you're like, oh my gosh, like they actually are excited I'm on here, like they're excited I'm here.
4: Because there's times we'll get on and you could just tell from the flight attendants like they don't want to be there, like they're there like your flight. This is too, I've been, I do this long, it's like, you could tell, passengers can tell. So, when you have that personality like you do, it comes across, so.
1: I think that's a really interesting and good point. Like, I never, like, thought about, like, sometimes you can get a little embarrassed that we don't have a lot of amenities to uh, offer, or our snacks are stale pretzels, right? Or the Biscoff cookies. And you can, we don't, sometimes you could be a little embarrassed, but... I never really like put it in perspective that you can probably compensate for that uh, by making them happy some other way. Laugh. That's, yeah.
4: yeah, the whole southwest thing. Like their yeah. flight attendants are so nice and so just over the top almost. Right. But they they give just like basic snacks and drinks. They do their job and but
0: And they give little drinks. But and yep. we have a bigger cup.
4: But the way they do it is, yeah. is different. There's You're right. A, the way they go about it. So, so I have a
2: quick question for you, ladies. Yesterday, I was working a flight to Charlotte, and the flight attendant, the number one up front, he wrote us in our messaging system, or in our teams, and was like, "They catered me with four different types of red wine. This is insanity." <laughs> is what he said, <laughs> and so I was not quite sure how to respond to that. So I was like, and I think he was like, "Can you call catering?" So I wrote back like. I can call them, what am I asking for? And he was like, for matching bottles, question mark. And I was like... Like you should know that automatically. Yeah, but I was like, to me, also, I'm not a wine drinker. So I was also kind of like, okay, I don't really... Is it really bad to
1: have different... So is it bad to have four different kinds of wine?
0: Well, it's difficult because you're going to switch wine on somebody. Yeah, if
1: you go through a bottle, then you have to tell them that you're going to have to offer a different... Honestly, I don't even ever know what kind of red uh, or white. I just say red yeah. <laughs> and leave it at that and if they ask
0: me i say i'll look at the bottle you know because yeah. i do pull it out before for pre-departure and i'll look at it and i'll say we have you know cabernet Sauvignon, or i said or merlot
1: yeah or if you do get somebody who is pretty particular on their wine bottle and they're like, like that guy do you have and i'm like hey let me look and I, uh, these are your options. He's like, "Well, do you have?" I'm like, "Do you want to smell the cap? Because it's a screw off. Do you yeah. want to smell the cap?" Uh, it, yeah, she's a lot of fun. <laughs> exactly. Do you swirl it in yeah. your plastic cup. Well, I always
0: like like gaslight them and say, well, "You know, these wines have been picked, so you can't you can enjoy it here on the ground, but it'll be much better up in the air because it's picked for." Better flavor at thirty six thousand feet. <laughs> it's true though. That's part is true. The tannins change. Yeah, <laughs> oh. and they are picked. We are. We have a sommelier that does pick wine to, based on that. For real? For real? Yeah, we do. nuh Uh huh. I went to LSG and did a did a tour like right before COVID. I was How the do last.
1: How did you get uh, that
4: job? Some drunk manager.
0: Yeah,
1: these <laughs> ones <Spizzles> are
0: good. <laughs> 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 well, they have some new food guy too. That's the food is supposed to taste better up in the air. The- yeah, you can ask Barrel. That's true. No, it's just true. Really? Yeah, you I can't know read this? Food, okay, so- yeah,
4: food chains, They they prepare it for the air. Like, because your taste buds aren't as strong up there, so they have to have things have to have a lot more flavor to them. So they prepare things as you eat them in the air.
1: I wonder if that's why I only eat Pringles on the airplane, <laughs> uh, but not on Earth. You know, like uh, on the ground. Yeah, you don't eat them you on know, the ground. I don't ever eat them on Earth. I just eat them you in know the what? airplane. I
0: have the same thing i never eat them on the ground Ever. but i do eat them up there they're
1: gross
0: <laughs> okay so bridget you okay so Wait, I've can been i have on, some more questions oh i'm so sorry yes
4: i just want to know so what you got that job because you didn't sound like you it wasn't like like i wanted the airline job but you kind of got it kind of but you're, you've been in it for a couple years so did you see yourself after a couple of years being like yes this is what i want to do for long term
1: well yeah i didn't I had no idea what being a flight attendant entailed or meant, or I just thought I was going to, Oh, I love to travel. I'm a real people person. I thought I was going to go see things. And it wasn't like, you know, some people do grow up going, I'm going, I love airplanes. Uh, And that wasn't me at that time. I love it now. And I love all things aviation at the time. I'm like, I'll do it for a year and see the world. In the US, uh, because <laughs> it was America I'll see the world here. Which Des Moines? I'll see the world through Oklahoma. But then I was like, I'll do it for a year. And then as I got into it, I'm like, I really love, I love every aspect of the flexibility. Even though I had none back then, I loved the flexibility. I loved meeting new people, your crew. Like it was kind of exciting back then as a young person, not to be stuck at an office with the same people every day. Like you got to meet new coworkers all the time. And if you didn't like them, that's fine because you won't see them again. And then if you do like them, you probably won't see them again also because that's how the world works. I loved meeting new people. I loved. I grew up in Las Vegas. I was born in Arizona, Cottonwood, a small town, right? And I grew up in Las Vegas. I hadn't been, I didn't know anything about the East Coast. So I was learning so many things about this country we lived in that I had no, I was so stupid and naive to this world, like East Coast people and- what a difference in culture it was and asking them what they want to drink. And they're like, I want this, this, this. I want a coffee regular, which I learned. And I want this, this. And it's very matter of factly. And then West Coast people, did you want something to drink? And they like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, do you have. <laughs> so it's a very different eye opening, like to this country, the different, i don't know cultures, stereotypes yeah. cultures so i loved it then and i loved getting to like see the different like i just was like fascinated but people become where they grew up or live and it was just fascinating to me and so then i did okay. love it cool so
0: bridget you and i have both been on a cart okay so bridget and i are <laughs> a lot alike so when we're on a cart together super fun Passengers love it, and she's really cute when cause she walks down the aisle. If they don't have their seatbelt on, you know, during the when she's doing the safety demo check, and they don't have their seatbelt. On, she'll, she'll make it real funny, you know, about putting on your seatbelt. You'll, you'll be sassy. Yeah, you know you are. <laughs> it, it's
1: hard to follow Lara's uh, footsteps, no, fill your so shoes funny. like. I always feel like I'm her understudy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I
0: wanted to talk about. How, don't you hate being on the cart with someone that is not like you, and they're mean? And it's like I feel like I clean up behind them the whole time. It's like they're like people can say, "Can I have a? Can I have the whole can? I don't have enough to give you the whole can." And you're like,
3: "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> and so then you push on. And you're like, "Here's the rest of the
1: can." Like it came out of their pantry. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're taking from my kid's mouth. <laughs> I will not give you this Coke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, isn't it true they say that? Yeah. Some of, some people do. Okay, so don't you hate that when you're on the cart and you have to clean yes. up after somebody? Because why do we feel that we have to clean up after them? They're, that's the way they are. Why do I feel like I have to clean up after them? I mean, you, you feel the same way.
1: Yeah. I think, I don't know. You know what? What if they're just having a bad day? I would hope. Uh huh. Or then maybe some are just really having a bad life I don't know but I, it is enjoyable to work with somebody like you That's yourself and it's like you feed off of each other oh exactly I just love I'll never forget I was working in London with uh, Laura on the cart and uh, the choices <laughs> were uh, something who knows And it, uh, it balls of meat meatballs, and she's like did you want some balls of meat and I'm like <laughs> oh my god I'm stealing that <laughs> balls of meat balls of meat anyone <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God, I will never look at meatballs the same. Or these guys in the back meatballs. are
0: like, oh, I want the balls. <laughs>
1: I will never call the meatballs again. Did you want some balls of meat? <laughs> Another thing
0: that Bridget has is she has his little hands. Those little tiny hands, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, from
1: like the Saturday
0: Night Live skit. And so we pull up our, our sweaters until they cover and then you just have the little hands and you walk through with the trash bag hanging down and you're like trying to pick up trash and people are like, oh, that poor
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> or when we used to push credit cards, I don't do it anymore, but when we would push the credit card deal, I would put the little hands in and I'd walk through with the credit cards like this and I'd go, it's a really big deal. It's a really big deal. <laughs> people would take it just because they felt bad for my little hands <laughs>
0: <laughs> that poor girl how should she be a flight oh. attendant with those little hands
2: help pay for my surgery <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh, my
1: God. I just okay. want to open a door <laughs> <laughs> properly.
0: <laughs> so, um, Bridget has this group of friends. Like I said, she has a really great tight group. So, they planned this trip. And I know we just talked about Costa Rica, but she planned this trip to Costa Rica with all of them. And they rented a house. And you guys invited us. So, thank you very much. But we couldn't go for some reason. Oh, I was on reserve. So I was on reserve. I so, I couldn't go. I think you
1: were going to Egypt or something.
0: Okay. So, they were coming back. Um... On reserve, I got the San Antonio churn. So we went to San Antonio we Austin. sat Austin. Oh, it was Austin. You're yeah. right. I got this. Yeah, because I was supposed to see um Justin. Okay. But they were they were busy that day. So we got to um, Austin and we sat for three hours. And then we were we were getting ready and I looked at the my tablet and I see that Bridget and her whole troop are on my flight. Oh fun. Coming back. I was so excited from her big trip. And they all come out and they were all <laughs>
2: Ugh, so tired. We were, I say just, Rule 35, rule 35.
1: Yeah, exactly. 306. I mean, the crew going out to Costa Rica got a definitely better version of our us, my crew, than Laura did. Cause we had been in Costa Rica for a week and we're at the end. We'd come in Liberia to Austin, gone through customs and uh, I was drying out. My other Everyone was the group. no, not Cindy. Oh, <gasps> that's right, yeah. she wasn't. No. And
0: But that's all right.
1: And we were just exhausted. So they definitely got a different version. And than
0: Jackson they. was on there? I, mm-hmm. Your son Jackson and your boyfriend Johnny and I was like five past- eight. I'm sorry, 5 eight. We're passing out <laughs> bottles of water like
2: candy uh, for them. Little liquid IVs.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Oh, I would have loved that. <laughs> she, had a little, she had a little bag of flight treats, treats. so then she saw it was me. She goes, oh, no, you don't get those. You get a better treat.
1: So she, I got better treats. <laughs> yeah. Give Laura the good stuff.
0: So anyway, I want to talk about what is it like to, like to do group travel like that when you're all non-revving?
1: Well, first of all, I feel like airline people kind of tend to be a little flighty. Uh, mm-hmm. Or uh, uh well yeah. <laughs> <flighty>. <laughs> um flaky. <laughs> yeah. Right? That you can attempt a group trip with airline people and you got ten people who say yes. And then as it gets more and more real, that number definitely dwindles. Yeah. And I will use miles and just I don't I mean I could jump seat. So sometimes I will take the option of just jump seating and buying like my family, the tickets, or I usually go with flight attendants so we can always jump seat. Yeah. I don't know. But again, the, you could start out with a group of 20 airline people and it really turns out to be six people that will. By the end. Yeah.
0: It's just like a party though. It's like a flight attendant party. You can invite 40 and you'll end up with 10.
1: Yeah. I mean, and they're always like ready to drink. Have a good time. That's the great thing about airline people.
0: <laughs> es verdad. Es verdad. <laughs> okay, so what's your next trip? You you were talking, telling me about.
1: We're doing the Kentucky Derby. Oh, fun! Six of us girls, and it's uh, we just want to wear big hats, really fascinators. <laughs> yeah, like do should I go with the fascinator, the small like little like proper cute little fascinator, maybe, or do I go with a really big hat?
2: How close do you want people to you?
1: Okay, so big hat. <laughs> Give me that bubble. Yeah, that's a very good, fair point. I like that.
4: Is that hard to get tickets to? Have you looked at that? Uh, Are you going to be in the snake pit?
1: No. What's, what's the, the, wait? Yeah, that's what's just that? like the ground. Or is that NASCAR? I don't
4: know. Well, maybe it's the Indy Five Hundred. Like they have their stands, and they have like inside where people can go. Like and it's just like a big party.
1: Oh, general admission, like. But right. they
4: have that too at Kentucky. Like kind of an inside fans, right. more of a partier than like the fancy.
1: Yeah. Did you um, buy tickets,
0: I guess? Huh? Uh.
1: huh? So uh, for group trips, I am the idea Coordin- maker, the oh. like uh, originator. Like, let's do this trip. This would be fun to do this and throw out ideas like, hey, uh, Montana Cowboys or hey, uh, uh, Kentucky Derby, you know, hats and stuff. But I am not the
2: coordinator or, yeah. that is then designated to someone else yeah
1: somebody else has to do that and get the ball like and then just tell me when and where to show up and how much to pay
4: so they say that that's not realistic When like your big dreams like let's just do this let's go to the moon like no 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 we can't do that
1: well that's why i found a group of people who will support that okay. and organize <laughs> it for me <laughs> that's great
0: so like who found that airbnb that you guys stayed at in uh, costa rica on the water, uh, it was so gorgeous.
1: Well, that's when we st- I stayed in previously in 2005. Okay. Uh, so that was already, we already knew it was a great place. I kind of thought maybe
0: Nancy found that.
1: No, that was already, I had already gone with my ex-husband. And so this was a different, better experience. Is real, she's, she's real classy. Perfect. <laughs> 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 she's real classy. Um, and so we have a box suite that wow. yeah fun. and i think it's at the finish line like it's a good it's it, they didn't go the pr- cheap route like we so in a suite a box suite and um there's six of us and they did it very it's lisa gillette you know oh, yeah. like so you know and she's she is classy yes mm-hmm. like and everything is here level you know up here and um I'm going to have to up my game with these ladies. <laughs> I feel like such an imposter. No,
0: no. No, you're super fun. Uh,
1: so, uh, but we got an Airbnb. We're going to fly into Nashville because that is an easier way to non-rev instead of going trying to go into Louisville. Louisville. Louisville.
4: Yeah, especially for race weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We thought that one even be.
4: Like our election. airline even flies like our lay flat seat planes in there for, for that his, weekend. For yeah, they did last year at least. Yeah. Which is, yes. Yeah, so that's how many people are getting.
2: And you into know, money's it. going in there then too. If we, yeah. we're taking that plane in there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
4: So, yeah, that that's a good idea to do a, a close one you could just drive into from there.
1: Okay. The, like I said, I have smart people who put it together. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, And we got a car in Nashville. So we'll just drive. Well, not us. We have a driver. Uh, uh, or maybe we are driving, not me. We're driving up to <laughs> or down or. Again, I don't know geography. We're going wherever <laughs> Louisville is from It is from, from there, from, from Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> and then we have an Airbnb there. We'll do that. Friday is breast cancer awareness. You're supposed to wear pink. Everybody knows I only wear black. So Ugh. that's going to be awkward. Well, you can
0: wear a pink scarf. Ugh. I know.
1: I feel like I have to wear a dress, like a, a like a polka dot dress, kind of like... Uh, Julia Roberts, Pretty Woman. You know, yeah, like a, yeah. You know, like the polo. Mm-hmm. The, I feel like that's like a Kentucky Derby dress, I, right? Me too. Yeah, that'd be cute. I'd, but yeah, I'm not no Julia Roberts, but. No, it's fun. Yeah, I feel like that's what you're supposed to wear. And really, it can be summed up to everything you need to know in life, you can learn from Pretty Woman. Like polo etiquette and <laughs> horse etiquette and stuff. And Mary Rich, I don't know. Yeah. Right? But you can learn a lot of, oh, what fork to use. Like pretty woman is pretty educational.
0: If you think about it like that. Yeah. For sh- oh, for sure. <laughs> I
1: showed my daughter at very young. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. <Okay. laughs>
0: yes, she's a prostitute. We'll talk about that later. We'll she has a lot later. of guy
2: friends. Okay. A lot of guy friends. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Have you had anyone famous on your flights?
1: Uh, yeah. The only brat, like, I feel like the most bragworthy person I have was Drew Barrymore. Oh. oh, cool. Yeah. And you know what, you guys? She's just like her movie character or her, like when, how she talks up the side of her mouth <laughs> and the same personality. Oh, I do have a cute story about her. We're boarding the flight and she is in first class and she's wearing a white, like, Hanes Fruit of the Loom t-shirt, no bra. But she is cute. And uh, so she sits down and we're still boarding and she gets up and she's like, can I go to the bathroom? I'm like, go for it. So we're on the Airbus where this little, there's kind of like that void in between the bathroom and the flight deck. Do you know what I'm talking about? That little square area oh, yeah. that flight attendants can hide in there for boarding to like get out of the way. Yeah. So she goes into the bathroom and she comes out and she's standing in that little area between the galley and the flight deck. Uh, waiting to be able to get in to go back to her seat. And the first officer, he already knew she was coming on the plane like that she was one of the uh, passengers. And he turns and he sees her. And I'm standing <laughs> at the galley right next to where she is. And he turns and he's like, "Hi,"
2: <laughs> like a goober.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is already going to be great. Like, this is already embarrassing for him." And she's like, "Hi," in her Drew Barrymorness. She's like, "Hi," um, and uh, he's like, "How are you?" And she's like, I'm "Really good." <laughs> right? It's so embarrassing. The poor guy. He's like, oh, "Where are you going tonight?" And she goes hopefully the same place as you. LA. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was so embarrassed for him. She's like, okay, well, bye. And she goes and sits down and I was like, oh, my God. You the rest of the trip. Where, where are you going? <laughs> hopefully the same place as you. <laughs> I'm surprised
0: he didn't say, do you want a tour?
1: he was so nervous you could hear the rattle in his voice oh, when he oh, was like hi <laughs> you know and i was oh. like oh poor oh he's a first officer <laughs> 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 yeah so she was she was fun and she when we were flying uh it was like phoenix la late night and uh she's like am i allowed to order a beer i and you know she's got like uh what addiction issues in the yeah. past and stuff and i'm i, I was I, I said, I don't know. Are you? Like, can you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I don't know. Can I? And I go well i'll give it to you if you can so it's like a weird interaction like can you i don't know can i i don't know can you uh, here you just take your the sponsor beer. yeah <laughs> yeah am i in trouble will i be on tmz for feeding like your relapse I and don't
0: here's know. the flight attendant involved right
2: here blonde, blonde bangs big red lips
0: the
1: demise of D- drew barrymore's career because she served her a heineken um yeah i'll we'll so. start
2: from that awkward interaction though with the first It <laughs> started with that <laughs> we we'll put it on him yeah. she needs
4: something.
1: It's all his fault. <laughs> I
0: still can't believe he said, Come on in, I'll give you a tour of the flight deck.
1: <laughs> and come, come push my button. Oh. <laughs> this is <are> flaps down. <laughs> <laughs> Which she probably prefers flaps up, pull out, pull up, pull <laughs> up, pull out. <laughs> <laughs> pull out. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of editing in front
0: of you. Tyler. Oh my
1: God, Freudian. I'm so sorry. I meant pull up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, Bridget. It was thank really guys fun for having you. Having for me. super fun. Yeah.
1: Thank you
0: guys. And if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at the Non Rev Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. Everyone stay safe.
3: Bye. This has been Non Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non rev loads. It is used by over 700,000 people from all airlines the world over and built to make your non rev trips easy and stress free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash lounge. Bad, I just,
0: I don't deserve it. I didn't deserve to have them on my plane. I didn't know how to, but the blonde guy kind of had hots for me. So then later on, I said, I said, oh, he gave me his phone number. They go, well, yeah, you're his type. I'm
2: like, hmm. Which blonde guy? I'll
0: show you. Yeah. I'm, I'll show you the picture. <sighs> red hot chili pepper. I
1: love red hot chili peppers. Oh, oh they're so good. There. Oh, here? here they are. <laughs> That's not maybe
0: here. it's not the red hot chili pepper. He was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: You were with the green, <laughs> green hot, the chili hot
0: chili peppers. For pepper. all these years, I've been thinking that's a red. It may be somebody kidding, else. I don't
2: know. I would love this story even more if it's not the red hot chili pepper. <laughs> God, I swear
3: it is. Because,
1: is that <laughs> the red hot chili pepper? Does that look familiar? Sweetie, that's just a hatch chili. <laughs> <laughs> Driver, I'm probably uh, on a like average, like on a scale of one to 10, I'm probably average a five driver. I might drive a little fast or be a little impatient and get a little road ragey.
2: Good. Good. I John. feel like five is not great though.
1: For driving. It's
2: yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> and you
4: get home like safe half of the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like five 50
3: 50.
1: <laughs> i got a 50 50 chance <laughs> out there do you guys want to leave before me <laughs> kiss, 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 kiss. you're probably right five i'll i'll do better mo
2: <laughs> it's like I'll a, like, like i drive on mario kart just side to side
1: yeah <laughs> I yeah.
0: used, to dro- used to play Mario Kart, but it made me sick to my stomach, because oh, I would really? go- be going side to side.
2: You would also do devotions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't get sick to my stomach in a little tiny plane, but I'll get sick of the stomach watching, playing Mario Kart.
1: At the airline, who of our co-workers listen so I know not to talk about them?
0: Well, that's the whole thing, is are they really my friends if they don't listen? I mean, really?
1: I- like, who can I not talk about? You know, all those senior bitches. <laughs> <laughs>